0: Welcome to the Quietest Moments podcast. I am your host, Sherry Homeyun Myers, and this is a show that's really dedicated to those on a journey of self discovery and inner peace. My show is all about the quiet moments in life and what have been some of those quiet moments that people have experienced. What have they taught them? The lessons, the insights, there is so much we can learn in the quiet moments of life if we just listen. So this is going to be the type of show that's going to expand your mind in so many different ways and is really going to help facilitate more of your growth on your own personal self discovery journey. So I say buckle up. Hit the follow button and enjoy the ride. And welcome to the quietest moments. All right, everyone. So, on today's episode, I'm sitting down to speak with Vember Connor. And Vember has an amazing background. She started in tech sales and now she is the founder of a company called Chiru, which is an organic high-performance skincare line crafted in Ayurvedic mind-body tradition. So what I get to do with Vember today is really peel back those layers to understand how does she go from tech sales into the world of entrepreneurship with this beautiful, fascinating company. So I'm just super excited to introduce you to my very special guest, Vember Connor. Okay, Vember, I am so excited to have you on the Quietest Moments podcast. Welcome.
1: Hi, Sherry. Thank you. It's so good to be here.
0: Yes. And your background and your journey is something I'm super stoked to just learn about and hear about today. So my very first question is around your journey. And maybe you could talk to us a little bit about what your journey has been like to get to where you are today.
1: Sure. Well, I'm sure you don't hear that somebody decides to move to New York City to follow up on a dream of introducing Ayurvedic Wellness to the Western world, but that's pretty much what I did. Uh, I actually moved out to New York from the West Coast where I'm from to continue my career in tech sales. And I worked in tech for a really long time, uh, pretty much what I would describe now as really selling somebody else's dream. So while I was in New York, I really realized amongst all these amazingly energetic people, everyone had a side hustle, that there was so much more. And I wasn't sure what more meant. So I just started researching and seeing what was interesting to me. And I ended up taking an Ayurvedic certification, I think in 2014, while I was still in tech sales. And the philosophy and approach to wellness just felt so amazing. Um, and after really listening and following all of sort of the restrictive Western rules that lock so many of in, us into this cycle of sort of aspirational achievement and health and beauty and wellness, I was like, this is it. So I really dug in. I spent eight months in the program, went to India, and really started, uh, you know, making things for friends, cooking different things. My dog was even involved, she was on an Ayurvedic diet. So eventually through that process and through an entrepreneurship club that I was in at the Soho house, I just had this realization that I really wanted to bring sort of that inside out approach to beauty and wellness to as many people as I could, really getting to a commercial level level through the philosophy of Ayurveda. So it was a little bit of a windy road, but eventually we kicked it off And um, I've been working on my business, Charu, for about a year now. Well, it's been uh, launched for about a year.
0: Amazing. And one thing you mentioned was the inside-out approach. Maybe you could expand a little bit on that.
1: Yeah. So, you know, in Ayurveda, a lot of things that we learn is... First and foremost, from the point of conception, so when you're conceived um, on that fateful evening, that um, you are basically imprinted with your constitution or your prakriti in Sanskrit. Um, And it's really the most balanced version of yourself. So it's made up of energies and elements, depending on which one you are, there are three. And from there, you're always trying to return to that state of perfection or balance specifically for you as an individual, and a lot of that starts internally. So with the foods we eat, the information we process, you know, even the music we listen to, the the people we surround ourselves with. But a lot of it you'll hear nowadays: food is medicine. So a lot of it does start with um, within you. But I would go as far to say they also talk a lot about what you think that plays into it you know are are really amazing things happening for you are you in a really stressful phase of life all of these things affect how you feel and how you feel really translates into how you look so we're really focused on you know even the name charo is about radiating beauty and it's really from inside so how you feel radiates out and it's something that can make you beautiful, right? So we all think of people who have a really great moment a promotion, they get engaged and they're just glowing and you can't describe it. And it has nothing to do if they look like you know, a model or an Instagram influencer, they're just amazingly gorgeous and it's because they're feeling it, right? So we really wanted to bring that to everybody and let you know that you have the power within yourself to be that radiant. We tend to give our power away. We go to doctors, we go to trainers, which I love trainers. you not getting me wrong, I need one. But um, you can't give your power away. You still have to own your own power in creating your reality. And you're at, your reality then dictates you know, how you feel and how beautiful you can be. So we're just trying to take a little piece of that messaging through the Ayurvedic lens and bring it out to the world and help people so that they can, really take that power back and be who they want to be, right? No excuses. We can do it all for ourselves.
0: Mm, I love that. And when you think about your personal journey and even growing up and going throughout your early career, like you were talking about on the tech side and, and going over to India, when you consider how much you've personally changed, have there been any lessons that have stood out to you or any insights that were particularly uh, memorable?
1: I mean, absolutely. And I would say probably, I don't know, the most dramatic story I would have would be while working for my final tech company and I had a really amazing manager. Um, and we were pretty aligned, but I wasn't, I really wasn't thriving within this company. And I historically had a very good run at sales. And for some reason, I just couldn't connect. And I was in New York and I noticed that I could be anywhere, it could be any moment, and somebody would say something to me, and I would just have tears streaming down my face. It was like my body was yelling at me that something was misaligned. Like I could not hide it um, from the world. And I ended up having, it was a typical forecast meeting and thank God it was with this manager. And he's asked me, you know, how are you doing? And are you happy? What's going on? And I just completely lost it. And I knew that my body was just yelling at me that it was time to go. I'd been thinking about it and and getting ready for it while starting this company, but it's you know there's a lot of fear surrounded leaving what you know in your comfort zone. But my body basically you know pushed me off the ledge, and I was in a very nurturing environment, so I was supported to do that and had a very um, really seamless exit, no drama, and um, and that was one way where I really felt, you know, we do have this connection. And something bigger than me was really telling me to make this move.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and right away when you mentioned fear, and I could only imagine in that meeting just being so vulnerable to show so much of what you're feeling. I, I think a lot of people they resist that because they just they keep telling themselves that no, I'm I'm okay, but deep down they're not really okay. That misalignment is so true for you, how do you go about managing fear and even stress that comes up as an entrepreneur and and all the things, you know, that come along with growing your business?
1: Well, there are so many unknowns, right? So when you're starting your own business, it doesn't matter if it's big, if it's small, it can be, you know, anything that's truly your own, where you're, you know, really willing to be seen for who you are, right? So you really have to I would say sort of let your fear sit next to you, but you know it's not allowed to sit on your lap right it it can't run the show, but it doesn't go anywhere so I think recognizing all of those sort of things that you know a lot of people these days I guess the word would be, they talk about your shadow side so really allowing your shadow to come along for the ride, but, um, you know, not, not hold the map not drive the car not change the radio station so. A couple tools that I like to use um, that I've been really interested in, in for a long time and I've been putting a lot of effort around now are pranayama, which is breath work. And then of course, meditation, which pranayama is a part of. I would even go as far to say yoga is a part of meditation as well. So a lot of people really define meditation or breath work as. You know, you put your hand on your belly and you breathe in and you breathe out, you sit in a dark room and it smells like a lovely essential oil and there's music playing. But for a lot of when you're really working through things, a lot of the times what you're trying to do is move energy within your body. Um, So you have this resistance somewhere in your body and you're trying to move it. So you're moving from resistance to revolution. Is sort of how I would frame it for anybody who's an entrepreneur. So I've been doing a lot of very active breath work and then a lot of meditation, but with movement. So while I'm walking, you know, a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs, tend to have some sort of physical outlet. So I think really figuring out what you're looking to achieve and then letting it go and then having that physical movement allows the answer to come back to you. So that's really what I've been doing. It's it's really active breath work and movement with, with purpose. Um, so, and allowing the space for those answers that I'm looking for to come back to me. So sometimes, you know, people say, I don't have time to do breath work. What are you talking about yoga? Um, but you, everybody has time for it and it tends to leave space for you to receive.
0: Hmm. And for you, even just thinking about the topic of meditation, and I know myself and and all the listeners have dabbled or have considered meditation. I personally love it myself as a practice. But for you, when you were developing your own disciplines and getting more into the Ayurveda science, you know, were there any blocks within you or any emotional blocks that you had to work through? I'd be curious, you know, what challenges you faced on your journey.
1: Well, it's very strange. I mean, especially as someone who, you know, with a tech sales background, tends to be in front of people and pitching products and doing all of these different things. If you really think about working for someone else, you're pitching something that other people came up with. All the companies I worked for had amazing marketing teams. And so I really just had to to figure out what is the problem that we're trying to fix and then align, you know, all of the the prepackaged material in the appropriate way. I guess to simplify things immensely. And then when you start your own business, you need to determine what is your message? Who are you? And again, what is your why, right? So, you know, I'm doing Ayurvedic Beauty, but I'm also building a company to create an environment for people who may not have a chance to thrive in corporate America. you know, maybe they just had a baby or um, you know need to be at home with a sick elder parent. All of these things don't matter to me. So again, it's it was uncovering why I was doing this exactly, um, what really my dream was that I was trying to get out into the world. and then not being afraid or you know, just partnering with fear. So I guess being afraid and doing it anyway. And, and really being seen and letting people know what my message is. Um, and, you know, it's evolving and it's changing. And I think one thing that everybody learns is you just have to get out there and do it. And it may never be as wonderful or as perfect or as exact as you think it could be, but, you know, with enough practice and, um, you know, time, we all get there. and not everybody really expects perfection. So I think the imperfections, which are the things that make us human, even in business, help other people really connect with our brands.
0: Mm. Yeah. And it's so interesting to hear you talk about, and you describe what I consider clarity to be, you know, this sense of knowing your purpose, your mission, your Um, you know, who you can serve, right? Like the the audience that you can serve. But there's a huge thing that you mentioned where you talked a little bit about your dream. And I love it because I know for me, I didn't have any clarity over my dreams for so long. I think I even, I had you know, senses, but I was like, nah, I can't. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Sherry. You know, I'd like talk myself out of my dream for you. Share a little bit about what that expression has been like, like stepping into your dream and actualizing it. And now looking at your company with products and everything that you've done, like what has that emotional
1: and physical journey been like? Sure. Well, first of all, let me just say to you, what makes us weird is really what makes us wonderful. So you always have to do those things. Um, And I think that's really a sign of being in full alignment. But um, I guess I would have to say, really, I mean, what I'm looking to do, I'm, I'm I need to make sure I'm answering your question. I totally lost it. I was focused on you being weird and wonderful.
0: Oh, that's okay. I'm thinking of your dream. Like when you consider your dream and even what you've already actualized with your company, like what is your dream and what do you see even as your vision?
1: Yes. Okay. (laughs) Amazing. Never lose your dream. Um, So I will do a little bit of journaling every single week to really make sure that I have a concrete representation of what the dream really is and how it's going to evolve. So for me, I really started by doing, you know, one thing I love, which is just making a list. It doesn't, you don't think about it. You just do it. You figure out what are the key things that you really want to bring into the world. And a lot of these things for me weren't business oriented. So I have a strong business background. I can, you know, forecast and fill out the financial (laughs) spreadsheets that I need to do and all of that sort of thing, I get it. And and I I don't even mind doing it. I think it's quite fun. But when I was thinking about what's the difference between me working for someone else and me building my company and my team, I really found that there was a lot around empowerment, which again relates back to having the fear and doing it anyway, right? Right. And, um, and really not looking to be aspirational. I think there's a lot of things, even in wellness and beauty, well, especially beauty, but now in wellness too, where it's really aspirational. How do you get somewhere? And I think that we need to focus more on inspiration. So you're already there, be in the present moment, right? Um, and work to really align to that moment. And if there are places that you wanna go, figure out your path. me by writing lists right so i think having presence um and empowerment and really creating sort of a meditative state of self-care and self-care as something that's really sacred in your life and not superficial i do think you know getting a manicure is part of self-care but i also think being able to listen to your body and know Foods that you should consume um, that make you feel really good and energized as opposed to something that, you know, maybe gives you a quick pick-me-up or sort of as a Band-Aid. Those are really part, a part of self-care as well. Um, listening to your body and understanding prevention instead of waiting until it's too late, right? So, um, again, I think maybe the the one or the, the word I would use for that to frame that would be self-respect, Um, So creating all of these things and really trying to figure out how to bring this into a business that can also, you know, have an exit plan and get to a commercial level. That's something that I think is really intriguing about what I'm planning to do. So looking at all of the things that I found in a corporate environment that maybe made it a little bit, you know, monotonous um and made me feel a little bit invisible how do I take that out of my business not only for myself but for the people that I end up working with as well so I think those are some key pieces for me I also think it's important to really align to what you believe in so for me knowing that sort of that mind body spirit tenant, it's all connected. And so anything as far as products that I bring into the world should reflect that. And then a work environment should reflect that as well. I think we're all energy, right? So we really do have this capacity to not just be big in physical presence, but also an energetic presence. And then how do we bring that really to fruition within an organization? Um, and then really helping people to become the best version of themselves. So knowing that they have to do the work, right? Listen to their bodies and respond, but what can we do to help them do that or give them the space to allow them to to listen? Um, And I just think all of these things really roll up into what the dream is. So creating an environment where everybody can work together um, to bring their best selves and their best work to an organization while creating that environment within themselves, and then really helping people in addition to inside the organization, but to all the people that we serve, offering up education and tools that they can use um, in addition to, you know, some amazing face oils so that they can look radiant um, while they feel really their best too.
0: Mm, Yes, so powerful. I love that. And immediately, I think of a couple things that you mentioned. So inspiration, when you talked about inspiration, I think of being in spirit and how as a leader, so much of what we do has to come from a place sometimes of of isolation where it's just us behind the scenes and people don't see what you're doing when you're in a startup and trying to build something from the ground up. So living in that space of inspiration and then reflecting that in others. So they get excited and they feel on board and you know, they they really find their groove. And then I love where you even spoke about earlier, Vember. You mentioned, you know, just how so many people they give their power away. And I was thinking about that as you were talking about your beliefs and your journey and how a lot of people behave from a place of, of self-worth, but that self-worth is so depleted, right? And so the self-care, there is no self-care because they're looking at themselves and thinking, "There's why, why should I take care of myself? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, why does it matter? When I think about your products, they are not only empowering, but- they allow us to receive love which is very interesting because a lot of products you know they they're great and you feel good but they don't actually feel like you're giving back to yourself maybe you can talk a little bit about the products and and the thought that went into them and and this experience that we do have when we you know put them on and
1: feel just different on the inside out Sure, absolutely. So I do think a lot of a lot of people rush through things that serve themselves as far as their self-care or, you know, a routine that they might have. And, um, you know, we used to all be rushing out the door to get, you know, to an office for the most part for many of us. Um, and for some of us, that is definitely still the case. But for a lot of people, when you've cut that out, um, it does allow People just to have that extra bit of time, you know, without having to get up at 4:30 in the morning, right? Um, Just a little bit of extra time to really to make space for themselves and actually stop and see yourself, right? So what we look to do with our face serums now is make that mind-body connection. So the ingredients that we use, I worked with my Ayurvedic teacher in New York when I did the formulations. She's actually a doctor in India, but not. So in the US, but when we were putting them together, um, she made sure everything was aligned with Ayurveda based off of what I was doing. So I got the gold star there. And then I worked with an amazing essential oil blender to ensure that the scents also aligned. So in Ayurveda, we have the three doshas, which are different energies, it's vada, pitta and kapha. And so you have your mind type and your physical type. And there's so much that goes with that but we blended the oils for the skin type. So Kafas tend to have really, you know, thick skin, um, maybe a little bit oily, but the thick skin, it sounds like it's a negative thing. It just means you have a lot of water in your skin. So Kafas tend to age so gracefully. And they're the people that everybody thinks are 10 years younger than they are. Um, So we made a blend for them because they're prone to oiliness using some dry oils. And then the scents for kapha are very invigorating because kaphas tend to be, you know, water and earth, very mellow. So then with pitta or pitta blend, which is a lot of, you know, people who are sort of in that type A mentality and getting things done, they sort of need to have a balance for calmness, maybe some redness in their skin. Uh, And then there's Bada, which is air and space, very creative types. They tend to have the least amount of moisture. So they need a very nourishing oil. And because they're air and space, a little bit of grounding. So the scent is, um, you know, really nice and grounding and with a little bit of sweetness. So these are things that we know based off of your dosha or your, or your biological blueprint from your point of conception. So we wanted to bring both in so that when you put it on, you have a true self-care experience. So it's not just about having the most glowing, beautiful skin, but you can actually inhale the scent of this. It can balance your mind. It can sort of give you this really small reset so no matter what's going on in your day, you just take a few minutes out, you know, and you put your facial serum on and it gives you pause. So we want to take routine and really create ritual around it. And then we've been also working to add information. So we have blogs and we have our Instagram account and all these different ways so that we can start to get information out to people in addition to just you know, putting an oil on their face, what else can they do? So can they do some breath work while they do it? Is there a lymphatic massage they can do while they do it? All of these different ways to incorporate self-care and wellness into your beauty routine. And it's a beauty routine specifically made for you. So it's not just you know, one size fits all, put this on your skin and you'll be amazing. It really is specifically blended for your mind, body type.
0: Right. I love that. And immediately I was thinking of the doshas and as you were explaining them so articulately, I love it. I want to just write everything down. Um, (laughs) You know, for you, what's been one of the biggest learning experiences for you because you know so much about, You know, Ayurveda uh science and philosophy. So for you just personally, what's been something that you were like, wow, this was this was mind-blowing?
1: Well, I mean, so many things along the way have blown my mind, but I think the recipe the receptivity to taking something, you know, an Eastern medicine philosophy and applying it into the beauty market, how receptive people have been, not just within the the realm of beauty, but just in general. Um, And really how much people do want to learn about themselves so that they can improve and empower themselves to be their best version. I think, you know, people don't talk about it, but everybody wants to be the best version of themselves if they can, and so if there is a way, to really give people that in you know some a, a small really digestible way right so it's not telling you to to upend your whole entire morning routine and and do you know all of these things over the course of 4 hours but how can you actually you know do this in a very quick way so that you can radiate the most beautiful self now i just think that's been surprising to me that people are really into it so i'm just hoping we get out there to more and more and more people um so that people can really start to feel good and feel good now it's not about waiting till later i mean life is not as long as we think it is and um really we're here to to, to be here now and to do what we can do now so if i can just give people a little bit of joy around this, around this whole philosophy, um, and through our products, then, you know, why would I be doing anything else?
0: Yeah. Yeah. This journey of self-discovery, we're all on it, right? We're all on it. So the more we can understand about ourselves and evolve this sense of self that we have, how we view ourselves, it's all part of the journey. And for you, where can people find your products and, you know, find you and reach out to
1: you? Oh yeah. So I, first of all, I think everybody should take their dosha quiz on the website and it will sign you up for our newsletter, which we have not launched because we want to be really thoughtful around the content. Um, I think a lot of newsletters are Really busy, you know, selling everybody something. And so I want to use it more of an education platform. And we're creating videos right now. So, mudras and mantras and recipes and tips and tricks on Ayurveda. So, if you go to the website, which is charu nyc, C C A R U N Y C dot com, take the quiz. Um, You can also find us on Instagram. We're about to add in stories. Um, I'm testing out just some recipe information to share with people, just some quick hits, which I'm actually doing on my personal Instagram account for now. Um, and if anybody really wants to check it out, it's just at Vember C. Um, and, and really that's where we are right now. So we have Facebook, we're working on Pinterest, but we feel we reach the most people, um, through Instagram. And then we have blog posts and the newsletter coming soon. And anybody can email me any questions. And I'm just Vember at charunyc.com. Happy to answer anything people have on their mind. Perfect.
0: Yeah. And I just think of all that you're doing. It's so wonderful. Is there anything else outside of growing this amazing business in the wellness field that's really lighting you up?
1: Oh my gosh. So, I mean, so many things. It's, um, I just... I just came to Palm Springs, and so really spending time out in nature right now, I feel like with you know so many restrictions and seeing family and friends, what most of us have, so many of us have, and it really doesn't matter where you are, is the chance to be outside in nature. Um, even if it's raining, just put that jacket on. So I'm really just trying to spend more time outside after 15 years looking at my computer screen I feel now's the time to really embrace some nature. And then I'm really working on, you know, practicing what I preach in so many ways um, and spending a lot of time cooking and creating some new recipes um, based in Ayurvedic wisdom, but not necessarily Indian food, right? So (laughs) um, just all different things. So these are some things that I think are really great. And then I'm just, really working with other entrepreneurs. I spend a lot of time with them now. I'm in a lot of different groups so that we can all, you know, lift each other up. Because again, as you had mentioned, a lot of us are working on our own much of the time. And I think it's even been in the media for a few years now, how so many founders struggle. So really embracing that community and making sure that we all have, you know, teachers and healers and and um, other people that we can relate to and talk to about what's going on. So just lifting each other up.
0: Mm, I love that. It's been so much fun to just hear your journey and get to know you, Vember. Oh, uh, so and- fun. Thank you. Yes. And would there be any last words that you'd like to leave the listeners with?
1: Oh my gosh. I mean, I think the one thing that's resonated for me, you know, there's that saying, and it's um what other people's opinions are of you is is not your business. And so really when you're going on sort of this explorative journey into being the best version of yourself, allow yourself to just be and not always take in so much information from everybody else. It is really expanding and very helpful. And, um, I think the minute you do it, you'll start to experience that beauty from the inside out immediately. So yeah, just, uh, do what you need to do. Bring out your weird and wonderful and, uh, and create that space for yourself.
0: Can't go wrong. All right, everyone. That is Vember Connor. I loved getting to know about her background and about her products. And she has been so gracious enough to give us a discount code. So, for anyone that wants to check out her products, you can head over to www.caruanyc.com, plug in the discount code TQM15, and you will get 15% off. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode as much as I have. Make sure you're following the Quietest Moments podcast, and I will talk to you again soon.